shoes, tail wine. S K W G S K W G S K W G S K W shoes, tail wine. S K W G S K W G S K W G W G shoes, tail wine. Wrist. This is episode 13 of the SKWG podcast, hanging out in Blue Nose, is it Cafe? Blue Nose of Charlotte. Blue Nose of Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Hanging out Blue Nose of Charlotte on a Wednesday night. I am Jerome, also known as at Flims on Twitter. And I'm Leah, also known as Lee underscore naturally on the Twitter and the IG. And we have some guests today. Um, we have Derek Thompson of the Special Ones podcast. Well, not actually the special ones. It's actually of all the birds in the fruit groups, but we are under the special ones. Okay. So, it's so birds, it's a birds and fruit groups, huh? All the bros and a fruit brews. All the bros. Clearly, okay. we thought of the name while we <laughs> okay. had a fruit brews. Okay. <laughs> while listening to some, to some Kanye, although this may not be the best time to talk about him. <laughs> At the Thompson 75, uh, Twitter, IG. <laughs> all right. And. Um, oh, you can do the ad now? Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. So, our. our show as always is sponsored by audible.com um you can start your free 30-day trial today with www.audibletrial.com forward slash skwg podcast i personally recommend eat to live by dr joel Furman. and anybody that you have a favorite book a favorite book or a book that you're currently reading oh man it's um what is it called it's the president's um what book I just ordered? Oh, oh, I can't. Like, I don't know your it's, it's like it has a it has a big seal of like the United States um, uh-huh. president's um, seal, oh. and it talks about just like the scandals and the, oh. and you know the the different things that happens at the presidential level. Ooh, so and that would be dope to listen to on Audible.com <laughs> with your free thirty day trial www.audibletrial.com forward slash SKWG podcast. Again, that's www.audibletrial.com forward slash SKWG podcast. We have some extra special guests today. Yes, uh, today uh, we are in a different location than we normally are. We're not in around a kitchen table. We're actually around a restaurant table. Yeah. And it was a really nice one, too. We uh, we're in Blue Notes of Charlotte, <laughs> North Carolina. Uh, this is a very beautiful establishment. I do recommend all the listeners, you know, come out and check it out. Yes. And uh, we have, like like Leah said, at Lili, is Lili? I don't know. As she said, we have some don't very special guests, uh, the owners of Blue Notes of Charlotte, uh, right in our presence, and they're going to talk to us for a little while. Okay. Uh, would you like to introduce yourselves? Yeah, I'm Oscar Frazier. And Kai Frazier. Okay. Husband and wife team? Yes. Yes. So how long have you been here in Charlotte? Well, at uh, the restaurant has been here for about 11 and a half weeks. Okay. Yes, yeah, so we're coming okay. up on uh, three, three. Um, I'm sorry, 11 and a half weeks, so three months uh-huh. coming on the 14th okay. of um, February. Okay, and how, how has business been so far? How do you like the area that we're in? We're in like North Charlotte area? We're in North Charlotte University area. Uh-huh. And right. what made you want to do a restaurant? Oh, man. Um, That's a deep question. <laughs> what made it? This went straightforward. All right. So, um, God, it's probably about six or seven years ago. Um, we, we started talking about like what, what we really want to do, mm-hmm. right? Because corporate 
was kind of easy yeah. you know, for us. I mean, it just kind of came naturally. And we both was talking about, we were kind of joking around about what, what would we want to do what, outside of corporate, what would we want to actually do? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we both decided, we both were like, you know what, restaurants, like a little small. Initially, to keep it 100, we were initially talking <laughs> about like a small, like speakeasy mm-hmm. that was going to be, you know, maybe 2,000 square feet, you know, live music, you know, barbecue, See, just like. Y'all go for a hole in the wall at first. Yeah. And then we came up on, you know, this big mammoth yeah. here that's, you know, 12,000 plus square feet and stuff. But the real concept was always about live music. You know, uh-huh. I felt like that's what, we both felt like that's what was missing in Charlotte. But it does have that hole in the wall feel. You know, it's like as soon as I came in, you know, James came on, you know what I'm saying? I had to I had to hit the hip move, you know what I'm saying? It just had to happen. So that's dope. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, you know, you may not get what you want, but you get more than what you asked for. So it's all it's all good. That's great. So you guys were telling us about an event that's coming up uh, this weekend. Yes. Um, So this weekend we've got two events that's happening. Um, normally our Fridays and Saturdays are, are completely insane. There's so many people coming in the door, usually people standing outside the door trying to get in. Mm-hmm. And this particular weekend, Sunday is the Valentine's Day four course dinner that we're doing. Um, and that's, that starts at I think four o'clock yes. mm-hmm. is what we're doing. We always, we always have our Sunday brunch. It starts at 10 a.m. on oh, Sundays. Okay. I didn't know but that. then the day before Valentine's Day, we're doing a, a, an anti-Valentine's Day okay. party for folks that are single or people that folks. just kind of want to. I mean, what about Mary? I mean, because sometimes, you know, I mean, I could, I could be anti-Valentine's Day too, you know? That makes sense. <laughs> I, that mean, makes I mean, sense. all I the money I'm going to spend the next day, you know? Anti-Valentine's <laughs> Yes, yes. Yeah, so we're, we're doing an anti-Valentine's Day group. Um, the day before, mm-hmm. it's going to be um, Sunny Skies. Um, is a is a great bass guitarist. He's nice. going to be performing. Um, I think from 10 p.m. to 12 a.m. Correct. A good combination of blues, funk, soul, yeah. a little bit of Boosie Collins, Boosie Collins style. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You think of oh, your yeah. like your Rick James. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Down yeah. to your Muddy Waters. <laughs> oh. Type of Down home like, uh, type stuff. You know? James oh. Brown. He's going to give us a little bit of everything. Yeah. Okay. Oh. And this is what day again? This is on uh, Saturday. So this is the anti Valentine's Day, right? That's what I'm talking about. You know? I mean, that sounds like more fun, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Me and my wife look at each other. Baby, I love you. Love you too. You know, I'm Boosie Collins. You know, (laughs) (laughs) Sunday, we're giving you another taste of a great band, A Sign of the Times. Yeah. Wonderful jazz band, Um, and they do they throw in a little bit of Motown as well, a little bit of soul as well to the jazz aspect of it. So even if you can't make the anti-Valentine's Oh, I can day, make that. I, I can make it. I don't care what you <laughs> say. You can definitely come out on um, on the 14th, actual Valentine's Day, and enjoy it as well. So, so that's something for everyone. For you folks that say there's nothing to do in Charlotte, there, Blue Notes is something to do. Okay, you get you got food. They got pool tables. They got this fancy. We got this. We on plush couches right now. That yeah, is mean, a grand like, piano. Okay? This is not the t- typical, you know, like when you think of black establishments. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. don't think of nice stuff. Now that's that's sad, but you know that's the reality of it, you know. Yeah. I mean, because last time people say I'm opening up a business, it's like 
Okay. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna yeah. drive out your house by four forty-five and feed you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so they this, got alligator, y'all. They got alligator. Like alligator. <laughs> you know, I think. Um, what's the best way to put this other than just keep it one hundred? Like, so when you think about, you know, black establishments versus white establishments versus any other culture, we tried our best to stay culturally agnostic. You know, so that way, you know, when someone walks in, whether they're white, black, or anything in between, you know, they still can find a little bit of what's realistic for them you know, when they get here. Last night, a really funny story. Last night, we had um, a couple that came. They, they've been here. They're one of our regulars. But they just they, they made sure that they told us last night just how important it was of what we're doing. And, and it, this, this happens to be a Caucasian couple. Mm-hmm. But they were just like, this is not like your typical spot. Mm-hmm. I can read between the lines. I know what they yeah. were really oh, getting yeah. at. Yeah. It's not your yeah, typical yeah. black spot. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? But uh, they, they, they stayed the entire night. They came in at about 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. They stayed till well after 12 a.m. And they awesome. were just having a great they time. They having kids. Yeah, but this couple was like 60. The, the, the wife is 66 and the husband is about 70. But you know, they love this kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. They were dancing and yes. up and going second line all night. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But I hear you're a Smithite. I am. That I am. I just had to say that. I mean, John Smith represents. You know, Jay-Z has you. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah, came with came with two thousand. But my wife Kaya, she just had to step out this now, but uh, she um, came in in two thousand one. But she okay. was already she started at NC State. I thought and, she looked familiar. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she she went to Smith as well. Okay. So she she's uh, she pledged our uh, Tall Beta Sigma there, the band. Okay. Band okay. sorority, and I did Omega Sci Fi. All right. So, yeah. Five minutes sigma in the house too, you know. Uh, yeah, I have to say that. You know. K A P P A. Go ahead and throw that out there. Oh, are you? <laughs> what is it? Uh, um, what am I? Um, yeah. A damn. What um, is it? Uh, I mean, GDI. I mean, GDI. Yeah, GDI. 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 You have any more? Questions? Oh yeah. And the, the question. The question I got is like, as far as like. Could, to see a black couple put together something is actually nice, you know what I'm saying? And it, I mean, it's, I mean, every time I, I come here a lot, a lot. and uh, every time I come here, there's always something going on. So, do y'all plan on venturing out and do more like business ventures, or is this pretty much, you know, your bread and butter for a uh, standard period of time? You need questions. I know you got a little bit Well, initially we started. Um, Actually, being entrepreneurs for ourselves um, back in 2004, I think it was, and we had a consulting company where we helped small businesses launch. Um, we did everything from marketing to um, operations to just straight execution, helping them build their foundation. So we have another company called In Demand Consulting that um, that we ran for quite a while. Now. We might need to talk. You got a phone? <laughs> <laughs> And, um, but this has always been the dream. Our, I think our true passion has always been in music, um, being that we both are musicians. So um, this was always on the horizon. So are y'all going to be performing any nights? Ooh, I mean, that's I mean, a good I mean, question. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Throw us out. Throw us out. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, but, you know. um, we just have a, a deep-rooted passion. It goes all the way back to childhood when it comes to music. So... Um, any kind of yes. business venture where we can share that with the public, mm-hmm. I think 
that that is really truly our gift and what we're here for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I can tell you that this is going to become like a franchise mm-hmm. um, business as well. I like there, it. There's already been a few. Um, I guess without saying too much, there's already been a few offers on the table nice. to expand this to other cities. Because your name kind of tricked me at first. Because like Blue Nose Charlotte, and I was like, well, I guess Blue Nose other places too. Yeah. <laughs> so, so like first thing I thought, like, okay, that's they, a good they, setup. They right bought there. into I like, like a franchise. I'm like, okay, oh, yeah. What's yeah. up? Yeah. That's good. And, and so, yeah, because like so the Blue Nose, like there's one of like, like in New York and a few other places, but their the way the way in which they spell theirs is different. Um, okay. From ours. Okay. And um, but but short answer, I hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I definitely hear what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. That's what's up. That's, that's what's up. up. Any tips that you would give anybody? Any aspiring entrepreneurs or anybody that wants to get into the restaurant business i know the restaurant business is like one of the hardest businesses to get into with any tips that you would like to share on on how to get started or or you know what's the best avenues to take i would say consistency mm-hmm. is the biggest one of the biggest things mm-hmm. um not being afraid to because you're going to have you're going to be approached by thousands of people that say hey you should this or you know hey you should you should do this or add this concept to what you're trying to do but if you stay consistent Mm -hmm. you have a clear vision on what you want Mm -hmm. and you follow through and you execute even when times because it's a roller coaster right Mm -hmm. you have your ups you have your downs Mm -hmm. but if you continue to push through Mm -hmm. then i think that um success is always right on the horizon nice so just being consistent and giving giving your customers um quality that they're mm-hmm. looking for. Yeah. Part of it as well. yeah. Cool. I went to a restaurant the other I'd, day. I say, say take take the time to uh, do your research. Mm-hmm. You That's know, like, like learn learn your market. Mm-hmm. You know, understand is what you're building, is it already there? If mm-hmm. it already exists, you know, then is it worth creating? Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and then if it is there and you have a similar idea, what's going to make you because mm-hmm. if you don't, if there's other people that's already doing it, why would somebody say, I'm not going to go to, for example, in our world, we got other Cajun cuisine or New Orleans style restaurants. You got Cajun Queen, Boudreaux, mm-hmm. Razoo's, etc. And for us, we said, well, what is it that they're, what, what is it that they do well? And what's the gap? Mm-hmm. Right. The gap for us was the live music, the authentic live music aspect. Mm-hmm. Right. So when we do, do we spend less time trying to perfect a shrimp etouffee or a crawfish etouffee, or do we spend more time perfecting gumbo with respect, you know, perfecting what you have in front of you right now, a good <laughs> pasta, you know, <laughs> but also adding in the live music, you know what I mean, that mm-hmm. happens six nights a week here. Uh-huh. Right. So that's the piece that I think. Is, is missing when someone's going to do a business, whether it be a restaurant or anything else, is to do the research first. Okay. Is there really a need for it? I think the folks that really become successful, you know, whether it be restaurants or anything else, is that they've taken the time to identify a gap, mm-hmm. and then they're not afraid to say, okay, I may, <laughs> I may be broke for a period of time, you know what I mean? But eventually, yeah. eventually, it then it becomes to make financial sense. Ooh. Well, this is a great <coughs> establishment. Um, the food looks good. Oh, it is. <laughs> <laughs> the music is awesome. And we thank you so much for letting us use your your, your space today. Sure, sure. Um, do you want to stick around for our show or? I, I, I can't. Yeah, I don't can't. know if y'all, y'all got a business <coughs> one, so I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll pop our heads back in. All right. So 
Um, we're going to get on with the show. Uh, and, well, real quickly, I want to get more into our guest. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So Don't tell, mind me. I'm just eating. Tell us a little <laughs> bit about yourself, DT. So, well, I call him DT, Derek. And, and you know what? That, that everybody knows me as DT um, around Charlotte. Um, so I'm originally from Charlotte. Um, actually never made it out of Mecklenburg County. Uh, <laughs> went to school right up the road at uh, Davidson College. Um, where I met some of my uh, fellow podcasters, uh, Aaron West, Brandon Davenport, um, and we had a group me and uh, as well. We, we also have Andre Sherard, who's our sound engineer extraordinaire. Uh, we met up. We had a group me uh, where we were just, just talking, just you know, just just saying whatever to each other, and we we're like, you know what? One day we was like, we should just record what we talk about, mm-hmm. um, and you know, just put it out there. And so, uh, you know, we. we uh, we work. We are in all different locations. Uh, I'm in Charlotte. Brandon's in Atlanta. Andre's in Raleigh. Aaron's in D.C. And occasionally we have another friend who's out in Oregon. Brandon Sykes joins. So we all went and just you know got our got our microphones. Blue Yeti. What, what we and like you to know use. everybody from Davidson, right? Uh, every, yeah, everybody. Uh, but uh, Andre. Andre uh, went went to uh, Carolina. Okay. And uh, and actually, Andre and Aaron started, uh, which is a, a minority-owned uh, soccer lifestyle website, nice. and um, and so they, uh, you know, had a podcast already, and so they were like, well, just you know, they're like, we already have all the recording equipment, you know, all you guys got to do is get mics, and then we can record over Skype. So we started doing it, and uh, I think tonight we'll be recording episode thirty-six, and so it's uh, like I said, all the bros and the fruit brews, and. We literally talk about whatever we decide to post in our group me, and it can be wild sometimes. So, uh, and we, like I said, we we have we have a, a Twitter for our, our podcast ATBFB. Uh, if you want have a topic you want us to discuss, we will take it because we still haven't gotten one to this day. Um, so we haven't either. Nobody talks to us. Yeah, nobody Don't nobody listen, wants to talk to us. But yeah. Yeah, everybody's like, hey, we listen. I'm like, well, give but us a topic. Give us some feedback. But yeah. yeah, nobody ever really wants to give a topic. I think I think they really think that we won't like listen or, or you know do what they say. But yeah. we're like, we really will because like, we get yeah. tired. Of, I get tired of having to Y'all hear that topics. Yeah, I mean, did anybody take any of my money that I gave out last no, week? No, nobody gave you, nobody <laughs> no. wanted any of your money. I gave out so much money last week. <laughs> I was like, hey, if you do this, you get money. You do this, you get money. That was like, ah. Uh, I mean, because like, everybody's uh, like, the show was funny. I like this. I'm like, well, you didn't respond, so yeah. like, I'm giving my money, you know? So if we give you an idea right now, could we get some money right now? <laughs> no, <look. laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> that was last week's show. Oh. Okay. All right. <laughs> So thanks, DT, for being here. So let's get into these segments. So our first one is tomfoolery, good stuff. And um, the first uh, article uh, that we have today, if I can get it open. Hello. Your phone's about that tomfoolery. I know. (laughs) Um, What is this? I don't think. Okay, let me skip. So... Black Lives Matter activist uh, DeRay McKinnison is running for mayor of Baltimore. What do you guys think about that? I think that's a good look. Uh, <clears throat> it's about more time that more minorities get involved in politics. Me being a former politician myself, or current, and once you get started, you never really get out of it. Me being a politician myself, uh, I've heard, heard the brother speak a couple times, and he seems really genuine in things he says and things he believes. And a lot of times people say, you know, you're not a politician, you're not a politician, but that's what's wrong with the whole system because 
in my opinion, you know, you, this, you know, this is my bread and butter right here. Mm -hmm. So it's just like people don't like politicians. People hate politicians, but they like people. So if you can relate to somebody on a personable level and, and show what you can do for them, that's what it's all about. And Black Lives Matter needs to be in Baltimore. So him running for mayor of Baltimore, I see that's a great fit. What about you? Um, I, I think it's a great fit. And also, I think, you know, I think you're going to really see one of, I mean, you know, they say Barack Obama had one of the first, like, social media campaigns. Mm -hmm. I think I, I, if you haven't been, if you haven't followed D-Ray on Twitter, he is, like, the most active Twitterer, I guess is what, what we would call it. Twatter. 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 That uh, you you will find, and I think uh, if he can really mobilize that that youth that's in Baltimore to get out and vote, which I, I really think he will, because I mean I think he's one of those guys who will, he he'll, he'll just get out in the street and talk to people in his blue vest. In his blue vest, <laughs> I mean my, my man will rock a blue vest at any function. Does not matter. It could be like the White House correspondent dinner, rocking a blue a blue bubble vest. Uh, but yeah, I think I think he, he's a great choice, and you know, and much like you said. Uh, you know, it's not about being a politician. It's about, you know, you've got to, to be able to, to affect change. You have to be able to get in the system and make that change. So uh, kudos to him, and uh, I hope he uh, does well. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Like, I feel like um, like if MLK were alive today, I think, I think his next step probably would have been a political career. I mean, um, a lot of they be like 90 years old. I mean, well, no, I'm just saying, like, he'll probably be retiring from a political career, but I just think that that would have that would have naturally been the next move. I think if you look at history, like a lot of activists, they go from you know being activists and you know grassroots kind of movement to actually you know wanting to really make a change. And I think a lot of politicians, that's how they start off. They they literally, I mean, you know, Jerome, you know, he really does he cares about his community. He really wants to see a change in his community. And he said, okay, I'm going to run for office. You know, it, he failed horribly. Oh, wait, wait, but, wait, 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 wait. 38% <laughs> of the vote. 38% no, of the vote. 13,000. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But still, like, that's commendable because, I mean, most people wouldn't even do that. Most people wouldn't even put themselves out there. And he saw that there was something that needed to be done. And, you know, whatever he was standing on or whatever message he had, People had, you know, he had a platform for people to listen. So, but do, I did, but do you really think it's possible that social activism can actually transmit to votes? Because, like, I mean, because, like, we we all know if you send a tweet out to somebody, mm -hmm. they're not going to respond. As far as last week's episode, all the money I tried to give away, <laughs> you know, just because just because you put it on social media, does that really transmit to people actually doing something? I don't really know what the formula is. I don't think anybody knows yet because social media is so new. I don't think anybody really knows what the formula is. What, what, why, you know, people will, if DeRay puts something out, somebody responds to it versus like we put something out, you know, you know, nobody cares about our money. I don't know. Like, you know, or I mean, I guess, I mean, like DT was saying, he's always on Twitter. He's all like, you constantly have to be present. Yeah. I think that's the thing. Like, we're lazy, so we're not going to do that. <laughs> we just not. How about you guys? Do you have any? Um, I guess with with social media, in my opinion, it depends on what you're trying to get out of it, right? So, 
I think a lot of people use social media as a quote unquote marketing platform or a platform like a call to action kind of platform, mm-hmm. but they haven't really set like what, what, what success really defined as before you start doing the marketing platforms, right? So if it's, if it's to get votes, you know, what's going to entice people to say what you write on Twitter and this little 60, was it 60 character? 160 characters, whatever it is, no slot. How does that transcend into, you know, into votes, right? And so I think, you know, the call to actions have to probably be a little bit more, a little bit more uh, specific, right? What you're trying to get someone to actually do, right? Because like throwing money at it doesn't always solve it, it right? Doesn't, it doesn't. Giving statistics, <laughs> statistics doesn't always solve it. But I think if you become, um, I guess if you become a little bit more, um, I guess you give information first, you become an information station. You know, people start to look at you to like understand, almost like when you look at the weather, right? You, you have certain channels you go to to see what the weather's going to be. With social media, I think it's the same thing. You give enough information, people start to say, well, gosh, what's going on in the world today? Let me go check out what they're doing on this podcast, for example. And then once you get their attention, then you start giving the call to action. To say, why? Well, it, it, since you like what I'm doing, why don't you go and vote for me so I can give you more of this kind of information? So it's like a hook. Yeah, you okay. got to find a hook. Yeah, I think that, that, that that's, in my opinion, is what's kind of missing. I'll tell you one thing. I think if he starts making t shirts that have a blue bubble vest printed on them, <laughs> oh, that'd be hilarious. people would, would buy those up like hotcakes and it would really help his, his, uh, his marketing media campaign. So, D-Ray, if you do that, just send me, uh, you know, a, a half a percent. I don't, I don't, I'm not really asking for a lot here. You can't pay $5, so you can't really do that. What did P. Diddy do? P. Diddy did, like, the whole vote or die. Vote or die. It was catchy. Yeah. It was catchy. Yeah. That's true. People voted based on that. Yeah. Folks have never voted before. That's true. P. Diddy had a puppa doobie, you know, vote or die, but what's next, you know? Yeah, so... So we have another guest today. We're just full of guests. Yeah. You know, we're full of surprises. You never know what will happen on the SKWG podcast. Could you please introduce yourself? <laughs> hey, I'm Lateria. How are you guys doing? Hi, Lateria. Thanks for coming. I know her since I was like, like, I was like real skinny then. And uh, yeah. So, <laughs> you bigger now? <laughs> I don't. Yeah, hey, I, I know this here for, for going on about, you know, about uh, too many years, like about 19, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, long awesome. time. Yeah. So you're from Kannapolis? Yeah, I live in Kannapolis area. Yeah. Okay. Greatest city on earth. Are you, do you have a Twitter handle or? Uh, I do. It's Lala Sick. Lala Sick? Lala Sick, S-E-C-K. Okay. Okay. Thanks for being on the show today. You got an input on? On DeRay. Go, Go DeRay. <laughs> Go. <laughs> All right, our next uh, article comes from um, ABC News 13. Enrollment plummets for college students who want to become teachers. Um, I find this pretty interesting. Um, people, are, people just don't want to be teachers anymore. Um, you know, the pay is not good. Nope. Kids are bad. Yes. Um, you know. You keep going, I keep agreeing because, you know, I'm a former teacher. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> what do y'all think about that? I mean, do you guys have any children? Like, nobody not wants yet. to be a teacher. We're, we're stuck doing businesses so much. Right. <laughs> I think the respect for the profession is, is changed. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a lot of 
well, it's twofold. So a lot of those teachers that were really passionate about teaching are no longer in the school system. They're retired. Right? Mm-hmm. We have a lot of um, teachers that are in the school system for their own agendas at this point as well. Mm-hmm. And then we also have a generation that's coming through that lacks the motivation that a lot of our generation, the generations previous to us, had. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some goals set in place um, for our parents, mm-hmm. for example, where it was, you know, you go, you get a good education, you get with the company, you stay with the company for the remainder of your life, you know, mm-hmm. just that loyalty factor. Mm-hmm. Um, with us, our generation, it was more so you go to school, you get a good education, and you get further than your parents got. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if <coughs> one company's not giving it to you, then you move to the next until you get what you're looking for, right? And the next. This generation that's that's here now, from my opinion, my own personal opinion, I feel like this generation is waiting for something. Mm-hmm. They're waiting for something to be given to them, um, and they're almost leaning on the weight of generations before them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, there's a lack of a go-getter mentality. Yeah. So that's reflective in not only the teachers, but that's reflective in also the school system. So you can't you can't teach and instill things into a generation of kids that do not want to be taught mm-hmm. or do not have the passion to go further than their parents. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think it's twofold. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm the, the child of two teachers. My entire family's full of teachers. And uh, when I was in college, I, I was you know kind of wham. I think whatever I wanted to do. Uh, I had a concentration in education, uh, so you know I went to a job fair for uh, for CMS. Walked up to the job fair, they asked me. They said, "What's your uh, what's your major?" I told them political science. They said, "Sorry, doesn't translate uh, to uh, lateral entry." I was like, and, and this is actually it's funny. It was actually one of my mom's friends. Was the funnier part, and so she knew me from like birth. And I'm just like, "So you mean like I can't teach?" She was like, "Not right now." I was like, "All right." And then I went and started work for Bank of America and haven't looked back since. And actually, my mom told me, she was like, don't be a teacher because it's, <laughs> it's actually, she was like, they, they, she was like, the pay is going down in respect to everything else in America. And they're adding like more and more, you know, requirements to be a teacher. And she was like, they won't just let you teach anymore. I, I mean, America doesn't want teachers. They want, you know, you know, babysitters, of you know, these drones. So when they can get out, they can do the same thing that everybody else is doing. Nobody wants innovation. Nobody wants creativity. It's all about keeping people off the streets while you know the fancy cars can drive where they want to go, or get people in a mind state where they can go knock down a whole neighborhood and regentrify it as much as they want to. So nobody knows knows the proper steps to take to stop it from happening. That's what that's what America wants. Because like when I was a teacher, they, um, like the pay suck wasn't respected but the reason I did it is because well, I come from a family of teachers you know mm-hmm. like my great-grandmother uh well, actually my great-great-grandmother graduated from Barbara Scotia College and one of the first graduated classes with Mary McLaughlin you know what I'm saying so like education is in my family so when I got into education I was happy but at the same time it was just like what do I get from this then when they put so much in you I'm working in West Charlotte so they put they put so much on you just to do the basics you know what I'm saying I mean like like all these tests, 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 tests. Oh, yeah. Then by the time that I got to the point where I got this, you know, this kid who just got out of jail for manslaughter, true story, 
coming to my classroom every single day. He's actually coming to class and wants to learn. Oh, you can't come to class this week because we're taking a final test and you can make our scores low down. This is not for me. This is from the administration. So America doesn't want teachers. They want, you know, glorified babysitters to usher kids through life so they won't have any ambition to do anything. Do you have any? I think, I mean, I don't know. Um, have you talked to Tisa and Dana about why they're teachers? So we have some really smart people out there who want to be teachers. I think that, you know, it has to come from within. You have to have a, a motivation from within to want to be a teacher. But I'm a teacher. I'm, I have three children. So I teach my children at home. Um, as far as the school system goes, I love it. They're, I think the teachers are great. Mm -hmm. I have a good relationship with them. I'm in the PTO. I think, you know, some people just like children. And they mm -hmm. just like being around children. And they, um, the teachers that I've met, I haven't had any real horror stories except for one. But... You know, she she continues to teach at a, at a great school, and she seems to do well. I don't know why the enrollment is going down. Yeah. I just know that they're not getting paid enough, <laughs> and they're not able to feed their families. Yeah. Um, and that's it's really sad. Yeah, and with the cost of uh, education, with the cost of education going up, why do I want to be in debt for my whole life? You know, working to be in debt my whole life. You know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because in, in my case, I I was going to have to like basically go back to school to be able to teach, get certification. Yeah. Then I was going to need national board certification if I actually wanted to make like a decent wage. And you have to pay for all of that. Yeah, you've got to pay for all that out, <laughs> yeah. out of your pocket. When I was like, I just went straight to the bank, and within two years I made more money than my mom ever made in her career. And she has a master's, and she was on track to get a doctorate until, you know, I kind of came along. Oh, my It's bad. your fault, huh? Yep, yeah. my, my bad. So you messed it all up. I did. Yeah, I mean, you know, shout out to all the teachers. Uh, love you, Mama. We love you. We appreciate you. Uh, your job is thankless. And, you know, keep doing what you keep doing. Keep inspiring children and rock on. So the next story, I'm going I'm to jump right into the mix, y'all. Y'all ready? I'm ready. I know it's the sad news. We're in North Carolina. Don't do but it. But we got to. We got to talk about it. I'm sorry. So Cam Newton, um, he explains why he didn't dive on the fumble late in the Super Bowl. Did y'all see that interview? I watched the video. Yeah. He would have broke his leg. Yeah. It, it, it really was a very awkward angle. Like, I was like, you know, it's easy for people to sit on the couch with a couple Budweiser's and say what they would do. Especially when half the people – haven't even stepped. I mean, not even half. I'm gonna go with more like eighty to eighty-five percent of people haven't even stepped on the football field. I I was like, you know, now have I been out there? Yes. And I can tell you right now, if your legs are, are straight straight up and down, and you're kind of bent over at the waist, it's really hard to get down to a football that's at your feet, especially when you're six-five. Um, I don't blame him, him at all. Uh, you know, especially for a quarterback and like even the Denver players, they were like, oh yeah. They're like, had he touched that ball, we were we were gonna blow him off. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, I could find a lot. There were a lot of other things that went wrong in that game, other than I can him not jumping on the things that went wrong with the game. Yeah. They start me for number one. Yeah. Okay. I, I, <laughs> I just so. don't know what Jerome thinks he is in his head, but we just gonna go with it. I don't really know. But yeah, I mean, like I watched the game. I I mean. It was sad. It was sad. It was, it was oh. just, it was sad. I think they came in that was too excited. I think that, you know, this is a young team. I think they'll be back. You oh, know, yeah, I definitely, definitely think they'll be back. Be back. Okay. 
Yeah. Um, I don't know if it'll be next year, but I yes. think they'll be back. Oh, um, I, I think I think they have a, a very good chance to make it back. Uh, e- even next year, I mean, they're, they they have their core players tied up. Uh, the only people they have outstanding are Josh Norman, Kawan Short. One of them is more is likely going to get franchised. Yeah, oh, one of them. Yeah, because uh, I watched the Gettleman interview, and he pretty much said, "Yeah, he's going to franchise Norman." Yeah, and uh, and they're probably going to release uh, Jared Allen, and yeah. I, I can just say bye to Charles Johnson too. No, honestly. Oh, big money, Charles. Yeah, I mean, say, I'm saying yeah. get rid of them. You know, lock up everybody else. Bring back Tober. I'm good. You know, but it, it, watching the game was so sad. It was like look, watching your brother who you tried to fight get beat up. <laughs> I was like, no, oh no, <laughs> ah, yeah. I was, I was hurt. I was hurt. Yeah. It's also one of those things where you know the Panthers have had an awesome season, but they haven't gone up against a defense that was mm-hmm. matched like yeah. the defense that they went up against. Yeah, right. That's true. So we have to keep that in perspective and also be proud of the fact. I'm, I'm a strong team, born mm-hmm. and raised. So okay. Have to be proud of the fact that we made it to the Super Bowl mm-hmm. um, and that we will be back. We, yeah. We're not one of those type of teams that just lays down and you know sobs and mistakes. We keep pounding. Yeah. Hence, keep pounding. <laughs> so and moving forward. So more so on the subject. So you know, everybody got pissed off because he you know got mad and walked off and you know he did, he wasn't professional. What are you guys' opinion on on that? It was a poor job by the NFL one of the setup yes. of of the press conference. Why why you would have people who just played against each other, literally back to back, where he's hearing Chris Harris talk about he was, how did, terrible. Did y'all hear game. what he was saying? Did y'all hear? It? Yeah. yeah, it was funny, man. It was like, yeah, I don't know what he was doing. We we knew we were going to jam the box. I was like, wow, man. Yeah, and and the reporters had terrible questions. How do you uh, feel? How do you feel about losing? <laughs> and and I, I was like, look, it, it was like for all the people who were like, oh, he's a bad sport. Blah, blah, blah. Look, I don't want somebody who's like, I oh, I, like oh I just lost the game. I feel great. Right. No, I want somebody who's pissed off and they're ready to go back to work because that's that's the work that's going to take to get you back to, to that level again next year. Yeah, and so I was actually happy to see it myself. And it, I mean, I, I won the sportsmanship award and <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed it. I was like, good. Now you shouldn't be happy. I mean... I'd be the jerk. I'd be the jerk too. I, I'm I'm middle of the road. Like I feel like some some you know he could have used a little bit more you know diplomacy, but at the same time I like that he. They, they beat my ass. They really beat me down. Well, really or, good, or he could have just been like, you know what? I don't appreciate the fact that y'all having this interview right now with you know the people I just lost to right across the room. They would have said something about. I'm that gonna too. go take a shower. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter, but it would have been be too aware. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It still would have been. A, <laughs> it would have been better than that, but you know what I'm saying. Like, but I, I also like the fact that he is just unapologetically black. Like he yes, just does yes, not. Yes, yes. He does not care what I you think him. about him. And I, I just I love this era of of you know even with like the Seahawks or you know just these these stars coming out of. The, the league saying, look, y'all, I, I beat up my body every day. You know what I'm saying? I worked hard to get here, and I'm not, you know, putting on no show for you. Like, I, this is who I am, and if you don't like it, so be it, you know. So, I mean, I got to respect him for that. You know, whether you, you know, like what he, how he handled it or not, I mean, that's him. 
So you either accept it or you don't. So yeah, unapologetically, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so. he, 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 he watches his Atlanta show. Yeah. <laughs> Straight out of pride. It's like a brother ain't never had none. <laughs> Shoot. Zebra tiger pants and all. He's just like, look. Shiny I, shoes. I, <laughs> but I'm here for it. I am here for I, it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, pr- I'm proud of the season they had. Like, I really am. You should be. Yeah, and it just, you know, I ain't mad at him for not for walking out and is more responsible for what he said. Like, you know, you show, I, you show me a good loser, I show you a loser. You know, yeah. when he said that, like, I completely agree with him. Mm-hmm. Because, like, really, what would, it, what would y'all think if you got in there and said, Peyton Man is the greatest quarterback of all time. That defense has really ate me up. You know, it was, it was and like like you said, the question they were asking, really? <laughs> I was like, how do you feel about losing? I feel bad for losing. How do you really feel about losing? You said again, I'm going to smack you in the face. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I love I love these this new generation of look, like I'm here because they told me I have to be here. I'm here so I won't get fined. Like Mark, Mark <laughs> yeah. And I also want to point out the fact that he showed how he is he is a bit of a football historian as well. Because that, that the, the the you show me a, a, a good loser and I'll show you a loser mm-hmm. came from Vince Lombardi. Uh quite famous quote who, you know, everybody puts Vince Lombardi up on the uh, up on his mountaintop. So you know, can't pay a little homage to him. And I think, you know, it shows it like, hey, you know, I, I understand where the game has come from, but, you know, he also does it his own way as well, which I, I really that. like. Thank you. I didn't, I didn't know that either. I'm yeah. Like, I mean, he, he, he obviously, you know what I'm saying, is he's going to be who he is. Um, you know, shout out to him. Best of luck to him. I I, I don't have anything bad to say about him. But you like the Patriots, so let's move on. <laughs> oh, wow. I do like the Patriots. I've, never, I've said this several times. I don't know. I, I, I wasn't paying attention. I don't. I don't know why. Nobody you know. No. Oh, and another point. So like, yeah, let's get on that. So I do want to make a point, and I'm, I'm not saying this about everybody, but a lot of the Carolina Panthers fans are the, are y'all horrible? <laughs> y'all some bullies. <laughs> I have yes. literally been. I have literally been threatened with physical harm. I'm sorry, Leah. I don't mean to do it all the time. <laughs> and you know, what? I'm finally glad that we're at that age for the Carolina Panthers, where people no longer feel comfortable just coming up in our house, hanging banners, wearing all their stuff. No, nah, I, I, when my boys went when uh, went uptown with a with a Falcons jersey uh, during the uh, during, during uh, the the, uh, the Seahawks game. And he thought he was going to be funny. He came back. He's like, yo, he's like, I had to tuck my jersey oh away. Oh, my God. He was like, like, y'all he was like I didn't feel safe. Y'all are turning into Eagles fans. Y'all are the worst. Like, I'm like, dang, are y'all? Is this the Eagles North? <laughs> uh, I mean, at least we're not Dallas fans. Because Dallas fans are the worst. Yes. Well, yeah. well they're, they're, they're just, they're just kind of, they're just clueless. They don't really understand what's going on. <laughs> we, we, they're yeah. just like that, that, that cousin. Oh, you just like, you like, all bless your heart. Oh, baby. Yeah. But like I said, Panthers is my second favorite team, and I was happy for them. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> All right, so let's move into our games. I definitely don't want to hold up everybody. Um, so we're going to play fine. Oh, no, we're going to go into our segments. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> so Jerome's Fix My Life. All right, this week's Fix My Life is very wow. simple. Uh, this week, I'm really talking about you know uh, politics. Everybody knows the election is March, March 15th, is the primary in the state of North Carolina. You do you have to have your ID when you go vote. 
Um, if you don't have your ID, you can vote absentee. That, that is kind of like the trade-off. So if you don't have your ID, you can vote absentee. Kind of rhymes, so it kind of fits, you know. Jesse Jackson, in the, in the, you know, represent. <laughs> so, uh, so, like, but when you go vote, you got to, we got to make sure that we know what we vote for. You can't, we can't just go out there and just vote Democrat because they took away straight ballot tickets. They have no more straight ballot. So everybody that you vote for, you can vote based on names like I used to do back in the day. When did they do that? Uh, all in the last, uh, the last session they had. Wow. Yeah. So, um, no more straight ballot tickets, but uh, tickets. You have to uh, you know, bring your ID when you go vote. And um, what's running for office this time is Registrar D's. Does everybody know what Registrar D's is? No. You know what Registrar D's is? That a business. Registrar D's, man. Registrar D's. Registered ID's. Yeah. Registered IDs? You know what? The register of D's. The register of D's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I did, so I did research in all these, and it's going to be on Certified by Jerome also. But register of D's is the person who is responsible for filing all the important documents in your life your uh, marriage certificates, your death certificates, uh, your business license, all that stuff goes to register D's. Now, but the caveat to the whole thing is. The person that that's responsible for that office is not responsible if they don't do it right. Y'all hear me? Y'all feel me? Oh, oh, oh. oh so if they There's get no your name no accountability at so all. So if they get your name wrong, or if they get your name wrong, and it would just say if because you're elected. Yeah, it's, yeah, not, it's yeah. not like you got they got hired by the, the state. And they they're just elected fired. by the people. You gotta, you, I mean, you. Oh, that's you, like you, the, <laughs> like that lady that wouldn't marry those gay yeah, people. Yeah, uh, yeah. So Kim Davis. Yeah. So what is really just like this? If I start a business and you start a business of similar name, and they put mine twice in ten years from now, I'm I'm suing you. The office is not responsible. So the person that's in the office. You need to vote somebody in this actually somebody that you actually think would do a good job because they have no accountability so you have to think really think that they could actually do the job uh the next thing is district court judge everybody know what district court judge is right oh yeah district court judges handles uh anything under twenty five thousand dollars uh, like minor uh traffic uh, traffic violations minor uh my, really minor felonies and uh misdemeanors stuff like that uh all you have to be is a lawyer be a lawyer, you can be a district court judge. Uh, the next thing is uh, you got a U.S. senator running. Uh, that's a pretty important job because the president is important, but the person who makes the law for the president to sign is even more important than that. So, and uh, county commissioner is another thing that's going on too. So, if you like people talk about my taxes so high, get Obama out of office, but at the same time, your county commission sets taxes for you, you know? Yep. So, we got to uh, really get involved and uh, see what's going on in the world. So, I advise everybody just before you, like, I advise everybody to first vote, but uh, before you go vote, actually know who you're voting for in the different positions and whether how they actually affect your life. So, that has been Jerome's Fix My Life. Vote. Know who you're voting for. Well, I gotta for. say something cool. Like, vote on a smack in the face. That's not. I don't like. Your uh, saying's uh, usually are good. Well, this one was not good. Um, <laughs> but, but I like the outcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we're gonna move. Out. I'm gonna do a quick kale corner. Um, so, as you guys know, I'm trained to be a yoga instructor. And um, I think yoga, anybody can do it. Um, so there are five poses that um, if you can only do these, I think you'll be you'll be good. 
So um, the first one is the cat cow pose. And I'll be posting examples of these poses on our Instagram pages. So to see what they look like, um, follow us on Instagram, SKWG Podcast. So the benefits of the cat cow pose is a good um, opener of the chest and the back. Um, the next pose is downward facing dog. Everybody has heard of, <laughs> heard of that one. I use that a couple times. Men particularly love this pose. Um, but it's a good, it's a good uh, hamstring stretch, and it's good for the calves. Um, it's good for the back. It's good for the arms. It's just great for the whole body, basically. Um, the second one is the triangle stance. This is really good for your thighs, opening up your back, opening up your chest. It's a really good uh, pose for that. And then the fourth one is the forward hang. This is a good shoulder stretch. Um, so this, uh, with this stretch, <laughs> uh, I like it. I like You bend over at the waist and you clasp your hands over your head. Again, I'll show you the pictures on Instagram. And um, so it's a good shoulder stretch. And then one of my very favorite poses is the pigeon, the pigeon pose. And this is a good hip opener. So if you run a lot, you're putting a lot of pressure on your hips. And so this is really good for opening up your hips. And also you carry a lot of stress and tension in your hips. And so this is a really good way to like relieve yourself of that stress. A lot of things um, are in your hips. You can carry depression in your hips. You can carry, um, you know, stress in your hips. You can carry the, all kinds of things in your hips. So uh, to open up the hips is really, really good, a good practice to have. It's just a good stress reliever. It's just a good aid in your life. So that's been my kale corner. All right, going on to our favorite game. Um, everybody participates. I will be the judge. And um, this game is find the good in this. All right, so I'm going to the, – the rules of the game are this. So I'm going to read a news story. And um, you guys try to find the good in it. And whoever has the best response, I will, will be the winner. Okay? So here goes the story. I hope this is a good story. You, you know I'm horrible at coming up with this stuff. All right. Oh, my God. The page isn't available. My whole life is, like, not working today. Oh. I can finally get to that. Tom Fuller. I can find a it's that. the tomfoolery today. Oh my gosh. Like it's not, nothing is going right today. All right, we'll move on to the next segment. So the next segment is Who Dat? And Who Dat is quotes from the news. And you have to guess who said it. So the first quote is, I'd embarrass her if I said her name. She's incredibly famous. I'll have to do my best for her. I'm amazed, it's amazing how far a simple bunch of freshly picked flowers will go in a lady's life, I find. Who, who said that? Is that the Donald? No. I was thinking of Donald too, because that's the way the way. I don't know her name. <laughs> I'm not going to say her name. But if I say her name, she'd be embarrassed, okay? <laughs> that that sounds like that's something Donald Trump will say. No, that's actually Leo. Oh, 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 oh. oh, yeah, yeah. Red Run. And no, that was actually Liam Neeson bragging about dating someone extremely famous. 
face is whack. <laughs> His wife died, so this is good that he's moving yeah. on. His wife died. I didn't know that. She was killed in the ski accident. Really? Oh, yeah, I think I heard about that. Wow. Oh, yeah. That's been two or three years ago. Wow. Maybe I longer. I don't know. I can't keep up with time. That's but, yeah, I'm glad you moved on. She said I can't keep up with time. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, the next quote is, the cheerleaders perform a very valuable function for us. I'm going to say Cam Newton. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. No, um, Goodall, the the head of the NFL, he said that cheerleaders should get paid more. They do a very oh. good function. So, um, yeah. Yeah. you know, young ladies out there, I'm going to aspire to be a cheerleader. I know that I'm old, but... Like, like now? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to try it. No? I will laugh at you. I I'm going to do it. It's a career. Oh, it's a career path I think, I think it's sexist that they get paid very little and they're getting yeah. a million dollar contracts. I think that's sexist. Absolutely. And I think Good move for gender equality. Yeah. I say no. He says he says they do a lot of good for them. They do a lot of <laughs> charity work. They do a lot to promote the actual, you know, the company of the NFL. And he feels like they should get paid more. And they're super athletic as well. Think, exactly. I do think they should have a living wage where they don't have to have a second job. I mean, if, if I anything that you know, you know yeah. because so, these chilies, yeah, they got a lot of them. Like our teachers, you know, nurses, all kind of stuff. Like, so you work that hard. And then got to go down there Sunday. Oh, like, girl, you crazy. Yeah, the, the getting like $70 for a game is pretty absurd. It's uh, very absurd. So they, so they, they could definitely uh, stand and like, fork over a few more dollars. Yeah. Okay. Nothing should amount to this kind of incident where you have someone going to the ground and have any individual stomping on a person over a bottle of champagne. It makes no sense whatsoever. Fight club. Somebody get somebody getting stomped out over a bottle of champagne. Mm-hmm. Oh, what, what it says like like it sounds like a ditty party. I know. Or Maybach music something. <laughs> Rick no, Ross. No, Meek Mill going to me. <laughs> <laughs> this one. Drake stomped out Meek over a bottle of Moscato. Moscato. <laughs> m- 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 Moscato. I can't wait till my. Oh, I got a drink um, album coming out soon. No, this is from the Philadelphia Lieutenant over the Lasan McCoy uh, bar fight. Um, he was. Oh, he, oh, he cleaned house. Yeah. <laughs> was the video of it? Yeah, there was a video that came. A new video that. Oh, oh, is there a video? Because I, I knew they said that the ones in the place weren't working. Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. So, so there was video that came out. The officers accused him of like stomping them out and like beating them up. Over, like they were un. Um, what's the word? They, they, they were all. They were. They were. They were all. They were off duty. They were basically. Yeah. Be, they were security at the club, and I guess they. They were trying to escort him out, and homeboy broke like two of their ribs. The other guy like got his like head busted up or something. Yeah, football football players are really strong. Just in case yeah. you're, you're planning on fighting the NFL guy, you yeah, know, at a club randomly. Well, because they have to slam into other big guys. So, <laughs> all right, y'all might not get this one, but I just thought it was funny. Um, my view of Jughead is over the 75 years of his existence, there have been. Uh, sporadic moments where he has dabbled in the ladies, but historically he has been portrayed as an asexual. Yeah, I'm not even gonna, I'm not gonna embarrass myself <laughs> and try to guess on this one. Huh? Uh, I'm gonna go with Prince. <laughs> I don't even know. 
75 years. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Prince. Immortal. I, I mean, you know. So this is by the writer that is making the new Archie comics. And um, they're going to portray a Jughead as an asexual. Because originally he was known as a woman hater. But, um. <laughs> I dropped my hands on that. I, I mean, so I'm just like. How far can we really go with this? Really? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's like I'm reading like, so what, like what, like so is he? I, I, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, it's just like, like I have no problem with asexuality. I have plenty of friends as asexual, uh-huh. but if I'm looking at a comic, I don't need to be that. I guess it doesn't matter. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. You know? Do I, they? You know. Do you think they're going too far with needing to define? You know, like I don't think he had to even say all that. Yeah, like, just write the, just make the comic. Make the comic. Like people like people like people like Jughead. I'm thinking out for myself. All right. Yeah. Like, like yes. Yeah, so, I was like, this make Jughead Prince. That that's all. Yes. That now now that I can co-sign. I love, I love Prince. You know Prince's life. Whoa whoa whoa! Prince I'm about saying. I'm about saying. No no no. No Prince is the asexual. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to say, I'm, I'm like, Prince, 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 Prince is sex, okay? Prince Prince is sex. the only man I know that I would have sex with with you. You understand what I mean? <laughs> so, I mean, to me, that's not, you know, that's, that's, I mean, I don't know. Okay. I was saying, I mean, <laughs> trust me, I'm a Prince fan. I have the Purple Rain album, I have the actual, like, Purple album. Yes. Uh, on, on my wall. Okay. Oh, love him. Yeah, I, I don't play when people start talking to me about Prince. I mean, I, mean, I mean, like, I mean, Prince. I mean, like, I agree with you, Lala. I mean, I would have sex with him. Oh. But I would rock heels while I was having sex with my wife while I listen to Prince. I don't. I would do that. I, so I would your do that. My wife would have sex with you in heels. I'm me. Let's talk oh. about your relationship. No, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, they are sitting there watching a video that is dividing them up from a racial standpoint. It's white guilt, kind of a, it's a white guilt kind of a video. Um, I know it's about the Beyonce video. I'm trying to think of which person. I saw, heard so many ridiculous things today about people being upset about it. I, well, I ain't gonna, I'm not even gonna go down that that path. But I'm trying to think of who said it. it I'm gonna say Fox I News. Get this one. I'm gonna go Fox News. I just gotta figure out when Stacy was. <laughs> she wasn't Stacy, no. Okay. <laughs> that dummy. <laughs> she cute though. So anybody care. else got a guess? I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna say uh, Rick Santorum. No, this is one of the grand. This is one of the grandparents of the children at a high school. They showed a video on um, white privilege, basically, and the parents got mad because they felt like it promoted white guilt. Cry me a river. Exactly. Uh, That's white privilege right there that you feel like you feel guilty about it. How about being slaves? How how how, how dare you make me almost feel bad? How about how, almost, how dare I didn't really you feel make bad. me feel bad about you losing in life? You know, this is the thing though. This is the thing. My son told me today that two girls were suspended because one white girl complained that the black girl in her school made her feel like she was oppressed. She said it's like reverse racism. She felt oppressed as a white girl. Who was suspended? 
Both girls were suspended. The black girl was suspended and the white girl was suspended. No, that's not good. Well, for one, the principal should be suspended for not understanding the definition of racism. Right. Because the reverse of racism is none. You idiot. I hate that phrase. You're stupid. You're so dumb. Oh, words mean things. God. Dabba dabba. And I have to quote Crystal from the read. But they do. They mean things. All right, last quote. Um, it makes me proud. I wanted people to feel proud and I and and have love for themselves. I'm gonna go with that that woman who's not that sexy, but kind of sexy, Beyonce. Yeah, yeah. Like you guys are right. It like was Beyonce. She said this in response to all the backlash to her video and Super Bowl performance. Shout out to Kelly Rowland. All right, we're going to end the show. <laughs> we're going to end the show with one word reactions. I'm going to read a phrase, and we need one word reaction. Okay, here we go. Each host must read. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm reading the instructions. <laughs> I'm like doing a Ron Oh, my gosh. I've been a Ron Burgundy. Okay, Beyonce announces world tour. Woo! Nice. Poor. I'll catch it on YouTube. And poor is what you're all going to be when you buy those tickets. <laughs> I'll catch it on YouTube. Trump wins the New Hampshire primary. Underwhelmed. These people. I want the first class ticket on the boat back to Africa. That's like eight words. <laughs> uh, and yawn. Because I don't, I don't care. It's New Hampshire. <laughs> it's a one word or a phrase, okay? <laughs> yeah, we changed that a while ago. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. It's a phrase. Um, DMX nearly dies of uh, from a crack overdose. He's still alive. What's my name? Damn, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> Crackhead. <Earl. laughs> Crackhead. <Earl. laughs> His name is Earl Simmons, though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like he was a rapper. Been dead a long time ago. Crackhead Earl. Okay. Google's self-driving car system could soon be given the same legal definition as a human driver. Great. Oh. Uh, better than most. Better driver than most people I know. <laughs> better than Uber. I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna get racial with this. <laughs> okay. Little Women Atlanta star Ashley Ross is pregnant by Pastor Troy. What? <laughs> oh, you didn't know that. <laughs> that was a real response. That was, that was real. Yeah, that was, that was one word. That, that was a real one word reaction. <laughs> Yo, that's funny. Hello. PT <laughs> um, is cruising to uh, oblivion. She's she, she's not even cute. She wasn't. Not even close to she being wasn't. cute. Like she's ugly. Let me let me real about this. She is ugly and like PT. Like you could easily could have just come to Charlotte, done a, done a set like you normally do, or go to Spartanburg. That's where he really hangs out. He does, yeah, yeah, yeah. Drove the F the F four fifty up there, done a show, got your money. You know, you stay relevant, but you're, you're now impregnating little people. I am here for a little person, baby. Um. <laughs> Hopefully oh, it will be like a little. If it's like a little It'll Troy, be that'll adorable. be hilarious. <laughs> can they get? Can they get like matching up? A miniature Troy? Preacher outfits with Are like, you? like the mini fourteen. A ten. <laughs> uh, what? 
That's not that's wrong. That's not that's, that's, that's not right that's right off. Oh, that's I got pressure. No, no, no. Now this might be a shot. I got every single Pastoral album ever. Oh, there's nothing wrong with that. I know, like, I am here for a bite-sized Pastor Troy. I'm here for that. But I don't but see you, you like those type stuff. I do. Yes. You know I'm obsessed Always. with this. You want like a pocket pastor Troy? I do. She was a pocket person. I want to put it in my pocket. I literally want to put little pastor Troy in my pocket for later. I just think that would be. I'm. I'm excited about this actually. I'm getting. I'm getting really excited. <laughs> she was a pocket person, so she can't just take around with her. I do. I want a mascot. Book. I want a mascot. I don't see. This, she, no, but the scary part, you've been saying that for years. She's been saying that for years. She wants, she wants a gay best friend, but she tried to make me her gay best friend for years. I have. And I a have. pocket and person. You, That's you. only, if Lee got that, she'd be happy. Yes. That's a, you, you. That's a pocket person. But, but they baby. grow up. They don't. But she's not. She's not that tall. So like that. That pocket person is gonna be bigger than her <laughs> real fast. So she gets somebody, get somebody who she knows. Like, three <laughs> exactly. pieces to cut off. Level off. <laughs> Level off right there. Like hey, pocket person. person. <laughs> but like, I just cut you down. <laughs> Come on, let's do yoga together. Like, a like I'll do the yoga move, and then he'll then they'll do like the, the little person version of my yoga move. That would be so awesome. Anyway. <laughs> She's serious. <laughs> That's what's scary about it. She's so serious. I mean, I mean, let's be honest. Uh, you could go find yourself a little person, and y'all could have potentially small children. No, that that part. scary. That's I can guarantee you, they'll be little. I got a story about that, but anyway. Um. Oh, oh, oh hold on now. We can't just roll. This ain't my podcast, but I'm not gonna let you just roll away from that oh, one. Me either. Explain. You hooking up with little people now? No. So, I, no, it wasn't me. I went to go see Midget Wrestling, and I'm not oh. saying that. Oh that's what they call it. They call it Midget yes. Wrestling. Yes, I got an invite to go. Yeah, they call it Midget Wrestling, so I'm not being offensive. That's the name of it. They call it Midget Wrestling. I would never be offensive to my favorite people on the earth. Anyway. Midgets are your favorite people on the earth? I mean, they're just God's little, anyway. <laughs> so... I went to go see Midget Wrestling, and this I went with my coworker who also is obsessed with him just like me, and so we both went. And then my other my other coworker went because she just wanted to see what the whole hype was about or whatever. Yeah, Midget Wrestling is real. It's a thing. Yes, it's awesome. Anyway, so we're sitting there, whatever, and the coworker that does not love midgets like I do, she got. Like she was holding the water, and one of the midgets, like, like you know, tinkled on up to her and like grabbed her water and ran away with it. And grabbed the water and ran away with it. And she was like, "Oh my God, give me my water back!" So he gave her a water back, and then he took her to the backstage. And me and my other coworker, who loved midgets, and she doesn't. Like she, how did she get the backstage exit? Like I don't understand. What did she get when she went backstage? Oh, okay. Well, I'll tell you in a minute. So she goes back there, or whatever, and we're like. Oh my, oh my God, how come you get to go back there and us not? We need to see the behind the scenes of the midget life. What is wrong with you? And so, like, she comes back. She's like, I, I don't <laughs> I was like, what? What happened? She was like, he said, he was like, uh, once you go midget, you never go back. I was that like. Make <laughs> that makes no sense. But okay. <laughs> it doesn't even rhyme, but. Uh, so he tried to holler at her, and I was just like, 
But she was like, oh my God, oh my God. I was so, so I was so fucking pissed that I didn't get Holiday by Midget. I would have turned him down, but still. Why no, you wouldn't. Not if you come out there and like a tripod. <laughs> You'd be like, well, I'll make an exception this time. Yeah, so that's my story. Anyway, last one word reaction. $220,000 Oscar swag bag includes sex toys, breast enhancements, and chapstick. Uh, how expensive how, how, was that? That must be some good chapstick. <laughs> I can't wait till I win. Where's mine? That's why Oscars is so white. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for being on the show. Um, I again, I'm Lee underscore naturally at on the Twitter and the IG. I don't tweet. I don't twat. I have an account anyway. Twat. Um, Twat. Yeah. Throw out your. Uh, Derek Thompson again. Uh, DT, DE Thompson 75. That's IG. That's uh, Twitter. ATBFB. Uh, also Twitter, IG. Please send us a, a, a topic to talk about. Yeah. Talk please. to us. Talk to us. Please, don't, baby, don't say, please. Don't say nothing. Please. Because I ain't giving no more money out. Please. get y'all. I ain't giving you a dime. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to say something, too. Do you have a social media that you want to give out? Yeah. At Lala Sec. At Lala Sec. Yeah. Oh, let, let me tell you about Lala. She is, like, one of the most prolific people I've met in my life. Mm-hmm. She's always on it. Inspirational. She's a great human being. Nice. That was, that was nice. a really nice thing. Only, to say. only know like twelve human you beings. You never I, I, said that about me. I would never say that you're about not you. I would never say that about you. I would. You you hate me. I know you do. I'm pretty sure you spit in my water at least once or twice. I saw it, but it's okay. It's okay. It's kind of sweet. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> but uh. But I, I like to get shout out to uh, everybody in the world. Um. Also, to um, I got I'm working on I'm gonna get a life coach. I'm gonna get a life coach. Uh, my homegirl Zena, shout out to Zena. She's gonna be my life coach. Maybe uh, if she decides to ever become a life coach. She has a lot of work to do. <laughs> <laughs> I like to give a shout out to all the candidates running for office: James Cyrus, Lulu, uh, you know Tracy, uh, all the people running for office. Shout out to them. Big shout out to Blue Notes, Charlotte. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Blue Notes. For letting us uh, record tonight because I am homeless for a little bit. So. so you're sleeping on this couch? I'm sleeping on this couch She's tonight. staying right here tonight. That's where I'm staying. <laughs> um, so you can find SKWG Podcast on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash SKWG Podcast. On Twitter and Instagram at SKWG Podcast. Hear us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and on the iTunes stores. Just search SKWG Podcast. Rate us on a whole five stars on iTunes, Stitcher, or your or favorite us on SoundCloud, and we will give you a shout out on the show. We didn't do that. To, we didn't get to that today, but I mean, come on, like you 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 heard about an amazing place here in Charlotte. So definitely next show we'll do that. Um, we can be contacted through our email at shoeskalewinegrits at gmail.com. Go to www.audibletrial.com forward slash SKWG podcast for your free trial. Thanks for listening. Bye. Peace, love, and happiness, and all the good stuff in between. Keep pounding. <laughs> I, I love that phrase. I, I just remember that. I was like, I was like, I don't know why I'm sitting here describing it when I still have the video. Oh my god! Yeah, wow.
He paddled. Wait, wait. I'm trying. I'm trying to see how much you paid for these tickets. Oh they had to be. They had to be. It was like one ten. Only one ten. But you know, yeah, that's but I, I, I didn't care. I say, I'm, I say, no, I'm saying only one ten because no, I'm like, no, no, that's not bad because Beyonce wants five hundred of your dollars. Yeah, no, no, no I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get me a free title. I'm gonna use my title like trial. That's still. I, I paid two hundred dollars to Beyonce. I just paid two hundred dollars to, to talk to Kelly Rowland. Oh my god. Leave out who better cry. One ten. That's that's really not bad. That's really reasonable. Yeah, for Prince. Cause Maxwell was like seventy. Maxwell was off the chain. You saw him. When he had pretty wings and all, all the platinum fell from the ceiling. Yeah. Then everybody in there started hugging each other. Well, really, I like in the orgy section or something. Cause everybody started hugging each other. Like, in the orgy section. I know you came with me. You don't know that dude you hugging right now. What the hell? And I'm turning around, a girl hugging me. I'm like, okay. Okay, this is what we doing. This is <laughs> right. This is what this is. That's what it was. The orgy section. It's like it's like the discount tickets. Oh, I got you. Yeah. What did he have? What, 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 when was the concert? Ah, let's see. This was 2011. Wow. wow. He still got on the phone. That's dedication. That is. That is. Oh, wow. <laughs> if anybody said you're not a Prince fan, I will punch you in the face for you. Yes. Like, what? Hold on. So you can't actually see him right here. But that's just how glittery oh. it was. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. I mean, like, he was literally just like, like twinkling like oh. through, through the darkness. <laughs> I'm dying. Oh, like, like, literally, it was pitch black in there. Oh my and all of a sudden, you see this like little, like gold, like sparkle, like. Oh, I'm here for. Uh, oh, that's so oh, great. Oh, here, here, here. He, By the way, we played the Purple Rain drinking game before that. Oh. Every time something suspect happened in, in the movie, take a drink. We hammer. The Purple Rain movie is one of the greatest movies. Oh, oh yeah. A, it's, it's the best uh, worst movie ever. We had a ever. Prince party. <laughs> it was awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had a Prince party. Yeah. The Purple Rain 30. Yeah, um, you can see him just kind of like, he'll dart past real quick. I will. I will. On a little bike. Yes, on a bike. <laughs> Yo, I, I was dedicated to like getting this video. I There's like I have like 10 minutes of video of nothing but darkness. Oh yeah, that's what I'm about. I don't know what I'm looking yeah. at. I don't know. <laughs> I quit five minutes ago. I hear you. Coming down. He is coming down. Oh, it might be the next one actually. I think oh. it's Oh yeah, I think it's the next one. Where are you from? This is a true fan. This is a stand. Uh, oh, no. Uh, what do you call Prince Dan? I don't think he has a name. Does he have a name? He don't have a name. Mm -hmm. Prince Dan. You know what? They really don't. Well, I mean, because it all started with Lady Gaga. Like, she's the person that started naming her fans. So. Prince no, because Mariah got it. Yeah, the lamb. Yeah. The lamb. I don't like her. I don't like Mariah. I don't like her. Oh, cause she's playing there. Yeah, yeah, I'm hating oh. now. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> well, you saw it. Oh, <laughs> you saw it. It was like an alien. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll get, I'll get it back. Because okay. she, she, she's in shock right now. You ready for no, this? You ready? I'm in. I'm in. Yo, this is like about to hit, hit, take a hit of some weed or something. <laughs> Are you ready for this? Mm -hmm. 
like, oh shit! Oh! I don't believe the fact he came out with a bike. Oh shit, a bike! Yeah, like, we, we were wild. I love him so much! Oh my, could you send me this? Can I have this for yeah. my life? But you know what's funny? Oh. If, if Prince and Andre 2000 made a song together, oh. it'd, it'd, be, it'd be too much. I the would, world, the world I would explode. Happen. I would explode. But they made a song together and did a video. I would explode. A video movie. I would explode. What? They won't build out do each other on the outfits. That, it was yeah. like, <laughs> but Andre 3000 is depressed. He refuses to make music. I'm upset about that. I can relate. Like, like, I see him every Wednesday night. He's coming on tonight on American Crime. He's amazing. Really? I don't watch yes. TV. Y'all don't watch it. I don't watch TV. American Crime is on? American Crime, yeah. What the? That's the one with on ABC, right? I don't want him to act. I want him it to was sing. last year. Last year it was it's the same actors, but now they're acting different <coughs> parts. Like everybody has a new, brand new role. Now, what's the everything. difference between that and the Simpson, OJ Simpson? It's just the OJ Simpson trial, American Pop, and it's just on a, it's on the TNT network. This is on ABC, and it's just. Because they had Regina King last year, right? They Regina still have Regina King, but Regina King and Andre 3000 are married, honey. Yes, it's good black too. I don't know how I feel about being called honey, but <laughs> so it's all it's all good. It's all good because I accepted the role as the gay best friend a long time ago. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why you think you're different. I, <laughs> I mean, I know nothing's nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. <laughs> Last season was off the chain. Oh yeah. Last I love season was season. off the chain. This season is better because it's bringing up the fact that a boy who is gay is raped. So they're saying like, okay, like how is a boy getting raped? How is this even happening? Did he get raped by girls? He got raped by another boy. Yeah, it was like the, it's like the basketball team or something exactly. like that. Exactly. Uh, I haven't watched it, but everybody said it's really good. Oh, I, you guys want to watch it? What is it? ABC? No, no, I, no, I will watch it. I just like I didn't catch it from the beginning, so I'm like, oh, oh you're I just need to wait. Last season was back in the chain. Like life. last season, wow. I watched every single episode. It was like, I'm, like, I'm sitting there watching it, like, is it wow. on Netflix? Or Hulu? I don't know. No, no I'm doing American Crime. But you can always watch it on ABC.com. They always have like the episodes. So. That's what I'm here for. I am here for that. And it's like a lot of undertones to like, okay, so gay guys can't get raped, so right. they should be asking for it. Right. Okay, so it's because I'm not a girl. Okay, so you automatically think the black boy has something to do with it. Why was my black son's name in the paper and not the white boy? Wait, so it's, it's those that family? That family goes through so much shit. Last season was like, <laughs> wow, you're no, broke. No, it's a random family. Okay, so they're all different now. So oh, 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 oh so, 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 it's, so it's like American Horror Story where they just like take it and like they get the same actors. Yeah. Okay, 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 because I was like, that's the same, I'm like, girl, you need to just retire from life and just okay, go away. Okay, I'm, I'm here for this new evolution in TV. No, where... it's good, TV is good now. Yeah, it's really Yeah, yeah, I would say, there's some solid TV out there. People who say yeah. they, don't, they don't have anything good. Hello. Do you guys watch The Affair? The Affair? Yeah, it comes on Showtime. Mm -hmm. I'm a TV person, I watch TV all the time. I can't afford no, cable. I was gonna say, I mean, I watch a lot of TV, but... Showtime actually I don't have now. I binge watch. I, I do internet stuff. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm just I'm just waiting on this Game of Thrones to come back out. I never April. seen. I never seen. Oh, oh, oh no. Oh no. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm like, 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 you can tell me. <laughs> you gotta tell me. But you know what though? I mean, my nerves are a little fried. I mean, it's like everybody I love dies, and now I'm starting to expect it. Before it was like, it can't be. But you know, but you, but but John's still coming back. 
They do the same thing. Is he really coming back? I've never seen one episode of Game of Thrones. I've never seen one episode. But they do the same thing. Remember, there were some precursors. Walking Dead. Basically, they. Except for He's coming back. They refused to come back. I promise. Who's going to The Well, I think he's not just coming back as a He's like I think he'll actually be reincarnated because he has the king's blood. Remember they? Oh they, my yeah. god! Y'all shut nerds! Up. Y'all nerds until I watch it. And once I watch it, y'all not nerds. <laughs> when I can join the conversation. Yeah, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. It, it, it ain't even nerdy. Like it's like one of the most trill shows you see because they so they kill everybody. Yeah, see, see I, I like and shows horrible. where they kill people. I, oh, I like, well, I like you love this one. I think they said they have two hundred like fifty deaths so far of just like characters. Not even talking about like the people around that die. But like just characters, it's like somewhere up in the like two hundred range. I cheered when Joffrey died. Like I literally oh, got fun. my big ass up out of the damn seat and said, "Yes, motherfucker!" <laughs> just like that. Just like that to watch his ass just die, and he died for blood out of his eyes and mouth. Uh, and he ain't seen it nose. yet. He ain't seen it yet. We're hurting the big man. Leah, stop, Leah. I'm sitting like, I'm like, getting stabbed, poisoned, poisoned. He got poisoned. Get your head crushed with your brain seeping out of your skull. Oh, I mean, it's some bad stuff, you know. The, the, Can you see all that? Throwing up. Oh, yeah. It's, oh, it's, it's HBO. Oh. It's amazing. So, I mean, yeah, it's it's graphic. <laughs> they crazy. You know, about yeah. brains, you know? Not a brain splat. I mean, that wasn't good because I liked him and I found him incredibly attractive and sexy and the way he moved was amazing. <laughs> As a man, but now you, know, you get her into it. No, no, we don't need that. Y'all be like Game of Thrones, and I'm like, oh, no, no, no. oh, oh, oh. And, and, oh. and there's a little person. Yes, I do know the little person. He's I, amazing. I, yeah, I see and, and he's also like the man on the show. He is the man. He is so. He's oh, gonna oh, die. I know him. Yeah, uh, I know him. I, I know him sexy. Yeah. Yes. I know him. I do. Oh, yes. Yeah. You know I know little people. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Okay. Yeah, Derek has discovered something. No, no, because she really likes midgets. <laughs> yeah, like, like, I, I thought at first it was just like, like a ha ha for the podcast. No, I'm like, no. No, I haven't. Really I mean, because I, I remember we were working at Bank of America and Ru- Ruby, because I was co working Ruby, she's a short girl. I love Ruby. I would put it in my pocket. I'm like, I do. What are you talking about putting Ruby in your pocket? She should look there. It's a shame. I think the little people would be offended with that. I don't want to live in anyone's pocket. I'm a human being. But what if it's rent free? <laughs> I'd live there. And change yeah. stuff around, but like, okay, now how big is your pocket? <laughs> like, and it's warm. And it's warm. Yeah. So do you saw the ones that were twerking in Atlanta? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That messed me all like up. Mm-hmm. Not good for me. Either. I'm like, oh, I like what I like. But I don't like that. <laughs> Listen, they gotta live their lives. I'm here for it. Clearly, that's still like it. Right. I didn't hear her. I, I mean, did not even believe it. I mean, shot the club. Hey. I mean, I, like, I partied with Pastor plenty of times, though. Because, like, when we used to come to, like, Charlotte beside the Weston Hotel or that club, oh, yeah. uh, that, that club I used to just randomly, because I used to work at the, the Weston. Yeah. So when he came, I was, you know, like, Pastor Troy here, and I'm like, okay, let me walk right in the back door. <laughs> you know, like, hey, PG Cruiser. CSGB. Yeah, I used to party hard. Man. I'm here for it. I want a pocket. Pastor Troy powered every like pregame I I ever had. Like, trying to go out for a game. Oh, I'm gonna throw that that Doja Universal Soldier. I mean, and and, and you know what? He's he's like universally. Y'all did it to me. Like you, Dana Hattie. Oh yeah, y'all gangster girls. Football locker room. Pastor Troy played every pregame. 
them boys from them, them white boys from Georgia, they're like, oh, we're that PT Cruiser. I was like, I don't know, hold up. I don't know. When Troy came out, he came out the Troy album. I was like, what? And I was I was working at West Charlotte time and my students told me like, Blair, that new Troy came out. I was like, really? <laughs> I see y'all in about 20 minutes. Don't let nobody in this classroom until I get back. And they would lock the door. I would get in my car, drive to the mall, buy the CD, come back, blast for the rest of the classroom. I'm here for a pocket oh, yeah. cast. Oh, oh, G.I. Troy. <laughs> Universal Soldier probably my favorite album. Oh. Universal Soldier. I'm ready for war. Like, I, I, like, I will fight somebody. Like, yeah, like, like when I run for office, I listen to Pastor Troy when I'm running for office. You would. Go, I was going to a campaign speech and listening to Pastor Troy in my head. You would. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, so we're going to do today. Like, why is he so? He's all Democrats here. Why is he acting like that? Why is he being so aggressive? We are going to change the system. Yay! With my minute fourteen, right? You know he listens to some PT. You know he does. Yeah, you know I'm listening to some PT. Because my homeboy Reggie, the one who's a body man, Reggie Love. Yeah. Okay. One thing, Reggie is. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, and if he, he, if he, is, he said Reggie's putting together playlist. I was like, oh, oh, never mind. I was like, I already know what you're listening to. <laughs> I was like, you try hiding, tell me, oh yeah, you know, listen to, you know. Oh, what do you say? Jay Z um, and uh, um, uh, Kendrick and Kendrick all that. Yeah. You, know, like, you, know, nah, you know, you know, you know, Obama had some black and yellow going on. Black and yellow, black, black and yellow, black and yellow. Black and yellow. Don't represent nothing at all, but black and yellow. I'm like, it makes sense to me at that time. Bumblebees. Sting your ass, you know, that's the first thing that pop in my mind. Won't yeah. be like black and yellow bees. Yeah. Alright, y'all. Yeah. Like, yeah, 844. Take it stuff.